You're listening to the Country Chat Podcast with your host, Dom. Subscribe, give a five-star rating, and follow us on Twitter at country underscore chat. And stay up to date. Hi there. This is the Country Chat Podcast with me, Dom. Today, I'm going to Alberta, Canada, uh, Calgary to speak to the amazing Crystal McGrath. Hi, Crystal. Hello, how are you? I'm good. Apart from just then when I absolutely messed up, where are you from? <laughs> Calgary, because you were thinking Alberta. about doing an accent. <laughs> just before we actually started, we've just been talking about, you know, like the, what we do on podcasts and, you know, like, I, I basically have no rules here. I just like, I just like to talk. And we were talking about accents and I was trying to copy how Crystal just said Calgary, Alberta. And I just went, actually, I best not do that because... I can't do accents. But what I'm going to do now is I'm going to put you on the spot. Can you do a UK accent? I don't think so. (laughs) You know, it's funny. My Grammy is actually from the UK and she has a full-on accent. Like, full-on. So you think, like, growing up around that, I would maybe have some (laughs) inclination how to do it proper, but... (laughs) When you said proper, then... That was okay, right? It was probably the closest. A spot of tea, if I say, like, three words, we're safe. Anything more than that, (laughs) it's just a nightmare. Spot of tea? (laughs) Whereabouts is your Grammy from? Honestly, I really wish I could answer this proper... Proper. <laughs> Proper. But I, I can't. I, I cannot remember. <laughs> we got to love she's our families. Now, she's now in Toronto. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Is all of your family in Canada then? Um, Canada and the States. So okay. most of them are all on the East Coast. We live on the West Coast um, or closer to the West Coast in Alberta. Um, but most of my family is in Ontario and... Um, kind of spread throughout the east coast of the states. I mean, we're the black sheep. Everywhere you just said is like to us. It could sound like it's only just down the road, but that's yeah. like a expanse <laughs> of like five hundred miles. That's right. Um, yeah, so it's a five-hour plane ride, four and a half-hour plane ride. Wow. Yeah. That's... So not not down the road. No. Wow. <laughs> down the road and a bit. I mean, to go from one end of the UK here to the other on a plane would probably take about an hour and a half, two hours max. Right. Yeah, you've got just, a smaller wind. <laughs> yeah. Canada's got a lot of land in between cities. Yeah. So it's a really bad place if you want to tour and like go city to city to city. You are driving for days sometimes until you... Well, I mean, that's maybe an exaggeration, but you're driving for quite some time <laughs> well, before. It depends how slow you drive. See, we are learning about me that distance and location are just really not my forte. <laughs> that's perfect. Distance, location, and accents. That's right, not forte. <laughs> Crystal is a fantastic singer, though. You're right. Like, I can do something. I can do something. I know my strengths. <laughs> I mean, game on. Game on. It's such a... It's such an upbeat tune. I mean, yes, the not the remix version, but the original version starts mm. off quite slow and mellow. And then obviously as soon as the chorus hits, it ramps straight up. It really punches you in the gut. And it's it's an amazing song. Thank you. Yeah, it's, it was a really fun song to put together and record and, and fun to dance to. Yeah. So fun. I mean, I was listening to it in the car on the way home from work. And 
I just couldn't help but bang my foot on the floor or just like shake my head, just like shimmy across. It's a little girl. <laughs> I was. <laughs> I don't know if I don't know what the roads are like in Canada, but here in the UK the roads are actually quite narrow. And if you start shimmying too much, you can end up like swerving into the, the wrong lane. <laughs> and oh, so close so many times, but you've really got to jam out to it. It's such a great song. Thank you. Well please um drive safe while listening to Game On. I'll put that as like disclosure. Drive <laughs> it's like McDonald's saying their coffee is hot. <laughs> like, please please drive responsibly while listening to Game On. <laughs> what who who was Game On aimed at when when you sing it? Like a person? Yeah, you've got to, you've got when you sing it because you sing it with such power, especially towards the latter end of the song, and yeah. even the last lines. You know, it seems it sounds like you're actually shouting at somebody. Game On. <laughs> you know, for me, the song, even though the song's about a girl in a bar saying, Hey guy, like come dance with me Yeah. in my mind. That's not what I'm singing about in my mind. I'm singing about woman empowerment and going after what it is you want. So I'm like shouting to all women, all humans really just like go after what you want. I think so often we hold ourselves back because we're scared or we think someone will say no, or, you know, we just don't have the confidence or we think we're not good enough. And I've struggled with that my whole entire life. So it's like when we created this song, I really just wanted to, put down the boundaries and let go of fear and just, you know, go after what you want because life is so, so short and I've wasted way too much time not doing things and being afraid of doing things or being afraid that people are going to judge me or, Oh, they did that. So I shouldn't do something like that because they're going to think I'm copying them. You know, those kind of things that come up as a creative or even just as a a regular non-creative, you know, it's, um, yeah, so just really that message is is just about so much more than dancing, but it's about just go do you, go go after what you want because you got one one opportunity, one song to do it, so just go do it, right? Exactly. I mean, it's not just empowerment, you know, women empowerment. It's very much an empowerment in general, just to everybody. You know, if you want something, go get it. You know, the only boundary is you, and you really feel that with Game On. Oh, that's so good to hear because that's really, it's really the purpose. And and I love that what you just said. It's like our only limit is ourselves. Um, that's so true because nobody else is telling you no. And even if someone says no, do it anyway. Exactly. Like, see what happens. So, so many people have told me, oh, you shouldn't do that. Why do you do so many things? No, that's stupid. You should just focus on one thing. And it's like, no, no, that's you. You do you and I'll do yeah, me. Exactly. I mean... <laughs> The reason why I you know, say, you know, the only limitation is yourself is because I've done it so many times growing up. So many, I've wanted to do like a form of podcast or a radio show or to be able to speak to random people, you know, who I now consider friends. And mm-hmm. I've always like put myself into this box saying that you can't do that. You haven't got the voice to do that. Even doing like Instagram lives, you know, you haven't got the face to do that. At the moment, it's like, you know what? I'm just, I'm just going to do it. Let's just do it. Let's get out there. If people judge me, let them judge. If people don't, okay then, brilliant. Listen. Totally, because how good do you feel after you finish an Instagram Live, for instance? Amazing. I mean... Like, I, do you ever end it and feel crappy? Never. I've never no. had. I've never had a bad episode. I mean, the, you're my 60th episode on this podcast. And oh. the other 59 
I've been every single one I've always enjoyed and I've before and especially at the start because it's something new I've always been a bit nervous I've always been a bit like oh and then I've had to like sack myself up now it's like I can't wait to get in there and I want it to keep going forever and ever and ever and I just don't want the conversations to stop I know what you mean do you ever find that when you're nervous about an interview those are the best ones oh yes Oh yeah, yeah. Because I find that all the time when I'm nervous or something, that usually ends up being just the best experience. And there's something about nerves, I think, that just light us up. Because I think nerves and excitement are the exact same physical reaction, right? We get sweaty, we get hot, we get butterflies. We're oh my gosh, you know, whether you're excited, excited or nervous. So it's cool to be able to work with those feelings yeah. together and you know make something make something cool from it. I mean, ultimately, it's the adrenaline that's running through you. And as soon as you start getting like, mm-hmm. that's the reason why I used to have to try and psych myself up, is to get that adrenaline going, like to say, yes, you can do this. Now that adrenaline actually comes naturally because I do enjoy it. And I do get nervous. You know, everybody gets nervous at some points. I mean, I've spoken to a lot of people who still get stage fright, even though they've done thousands of gigs, whether it's been small venues or large venues or festivals. And yeah. it's, it, I find it mind-boggling to say that people still get stage fright in this industry for sure but it's real like I get nervous before I do things but I know that I'm nervous because I care because I love what I do and I want to make sure I show up as the best version of me and that I'm not distracted by you know whatever else is going on in my life or around me or you know in the audience or on the other side of the camera because now we just live stream (laughs) exactly you know it's just I think the nerves are a good thing to have and I don't think nerves should ever stop because nerves show you care. And as soon as you stop getting nervous, I just feel like it's not as fun. It's not as fun when you're, when you don't care. Exactly. I mean, that's the main thing. You know, we do all this. I mean, I'm I'm obviously going to talk about it in a minute and because you've got a lot of experience in this, but the amount of podcasts and artist interviews that you do, you know, Mm -hmm. through like your Instagram lives as well, it's just been how this world and you do get nervous. You do. I, I enjoy the nerves. I enjoy thinking okay then I, that's one of the reasons why I don't script because as soon as I start scripting it becomes all same old same old you know it's the same questions the same answers and we won't be talking about this now if it was just a bond, you know bog standard script yes I'm the same way I do not use a script for really anything I do at all I'm just the most kind of free-spirited gypsy my other <laughs> grandma's Romanian and she's a gypsy so I think I inherited that that uh, trait but yeah, I don't like planning what I'm going to say on stage. I like to have maybe an idea, like talking points, mm-hmm. just kind of in the brain. But um, I don't like sounding like I'm reading something because I just feel like that takes the authenticity away from things. Yeah. And even when I'm doing interviews and shows, um, you know, I have like a general census of what I want to talk about and like what I know about the person and, you know, just the general idea of things. But I think the best conversations just come from talking and it's not about where are you from? Da, 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 yeah. da, 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 <laughs> you know? Exactly. I mean, whenever I've started one of my shows, one of my first questions I'll always ask, and I do enjoy the question, is how are you doing today? Mm-hmm. Because it sets, it just sets the tone, it sets the mood and it, it, it's that it can start a conversation. Uh, how are you doing today? I'm good. Oh, what, why are you good? You know, what have you been doing? And yeah. then obviously it expands from there. And then wherever the 
life roller coaster takes you, you know, in an interview or whether it's a, a chat in the street, you know, you never know where it's going to go. As soon as you start, you don't go to the pub and take a piece of paper and say, how are you doing today? Right. Check. How are you? <laughs> what have you been up to? Check. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it, you know, this is life. And you mentioned there about like the live streams and, you know, in some st- in some circumstances, you can see your audience but the majority of the time you can't because you're, you can see your reflection, obviously, because you can see your camera, but you can't see the tens, hundreds, thousands, millions of listeners out there that are watching you. How do you find that? Do you find that, do you find that nerve wracking in itself? At first, yes. At first it was like playing your first show. So weird. <laughs> um, there's so much to think about beyond just performing now. Like, setting up live streams, you want to make sure the sound's good. Your internet's working proper. Yeah. You want to make sure people can hear you, you see you properly. Um, you still want to kind of engage with people because on a live stream, people are sending comments and they want to talk. But, you know, it's distracting when you're singing and you're seeing things and these hearts pop up. And you're like, should I be answering that now or should I be singing? Or what's happening over there? Like, did I leave my microwave on? <laughs> like, you know, just like all these things go through your mind. Um but we did a lot of these live streams um, when the shutdown kind of first happened. And in March, we we tried to do a show every Friday. And I'm so grateful. My other half, Darren, he plays guitar with me in my project. So it was great that we could still still do music from home and, and yeah. put on these shows. And, you know, eventually as we continued going, we have a lot of tech friends that kind of Zoomed with us and taught us how to <laughs> make the make the sound a little bit better using our like PA systems and multi-camera systems and so we realized how to put on a pretty good live stream show um and then you kind of learn okay so I'm going to take a break and we're going to look at the comments and and chat with y'all for a little bit and then now we're going to sing again and any requests type them in and we'll check them in five (laughs) you know (laughs) instead of just feeling like you have to constantly be keeping up with what are people talking about what are people doing because it doesn't really matter what they're doing all that matters is you know you're showing up and and putting on some a good show whatever that looks like because every day is different too right exactly I mean like like you just said there you know regarding like the comments I always wait until the song's at least done or wrapping up because I know Mm -hmm. how distracting it is to see these floods of comments I mean I love seeing the hearts because the hearts are always like yay people are liking this like a clap (laughs) exactly And yeah, it's, it can be distracting, but it's also, it's always nice seeing, you know, like, whoa, well done. And I love this song or I love this or I love that. And you're doing a great job and thank you. And, you know, it's great seeing all that because it gives you that kind of like self boost that we all need in this like trying time. Totally. No, that's, that's so true. Um, the hearts are beautiful. The comments are beautiful. We've done a show as well. Um, that was a live stream show that people bought tickets for, but you couldn't, they couldn't comment and we couldn't see who was there. So it was basically just, you know, we could see that we were playing yeah. and we had no idea how many people were there. We had no idea who was watching or tuning in <laughs> or engaging, but you know, there was tons of people that purchased these tickets to watch the show. It's just, we couldn't engage with them. And that was weird too. That was like a whole different weird of live streaming. Cause now you just yeah. kind of felt like, Oh, we're just, playing in our our jam room (laughs) when you're playing in like those kind of circumstances do you find it just feels a bit like a rehearsal kind of vibe 
or do you actually feel like you like envisage yourself on a stage and performing I, to a crowd full of people? Yeah, I definitely put on my performance hat and yep, we're going on stage and just even the way we set up for it, like we get ready, we get dressed, you know, I don't just show up in my sweats and, <laughs> and grab my guitar, you know, we, put, we get, we match, we get our outfits, we put our, you know, I put my makeup on and do my hair. And, um, I think just those elements really get me in my stage alter ego performance mode, Yeah, you know? Um, yeah, I think definitely we just treat it like a show with an audience we can't see. <laughs> I gotta say though, your hair is just like ultimate. It is so on point. Thank you. <laughs> Every I know we do when we look at photos and stuff like Instagram, we choose the best photo. Yeah. Cause that's what life is, you know. Life isn't like an Instagram filter where we always it have is these so not. We have these days where we just look a mess. I mean, when I wake up in the morning, my hair's like everywhere. I put a cap on for these because I just can't be bothered doing my hair up. But it's like I don't little, blame you. I've got some <laughs> photos here. I mean, the cover photo for Game On, that like pinky is so striking. I mean, who do you go for to do your hair? Have you found it like difficult, obviously, being in lockdown? Have you not been able to go and do your hair properly or do you do it yourself? Yeah. Um, so my best friend, Bailey, she does, she's done my hair for, for many, many years and a couple of years ago I went pink and I just, I thought it was just going to be like a temporary thing. <laughs> just, uh, it ended up being, um, my brave hair. I, um, I've had a rough go, I would say just with, um, losing a lot of people in the past year. And also, uh, like last year, I remember my dad had heart surgery. He didn't think asking about my hair would like go down this road, but <laughs> it's like, um, I just remember having pink hair made me feel really brave (laughs) and just like brought out this courage in me. And whenever it faded, I was like, I need my pink hair back. Like I just, it was the one thing that really helped give me a little extra strength to push through all the resistance that was being thrown at me. So I just kind of, I don't know. It's interesting how hair kind of takes you through different seasons and phases of life. But, but the pink hair has definitely been a brave power hair color for me. And, um, yeah, I haven't, I haven't left it, but back to the game on photo. Um, I actually did my hair myself that day and, uh, I took the picture myself and <laughs> yeah, I did that all, uh, all myself. <laughs> People won't see this because this is an audio podcast. We're chatting via zoom at the moment and we can see each other's re- facial expressions. And as soon as Crystal just said that. My mouth just like dropped to the floor. <laughs> and then when she said that she's taking the photo herself, then it's what? Yeah. Yeah. People pay hundreds, thousands to get photos like that. To I know. And I have in the past. That's isn't that cool? That's... You don't have to. You can do so much ourselves now. It's so cool. <laughs> exactly. That that there is exactly it. You know. Yes, it's nice to help like local businesses and stuff, but when people are charging excessive amounts of money to do something that you can do yourself, almost equally as good, you know, sometimes better, sometimes might not be better. But it just shows that with a bit of creativity, then put your mind to it, like we were saying earlier, you know, the world's your oyster. It is. It is your oyster. Like If you want something, go do it. You don't need to wait for someone else to do something for you or, 
you know, I think with pictures and stuff, we think, oh, I got to wait and book a photo shoot. Well, guess what? You can get a tripod and you can use your phone. <laughs> And then you just exactly. take a picture. Yeah. I mean, I don't I don't know what phone you've got, but I've got an iPhone uh, 11 Pro Max. Oh, you're even 20. you're advanced for me. I mean, I've got an 8 Plus. Well, even <laughs> from the I think it's from like the 8 upwards, the camera yeah. is the equivalent, if not better, than most DSLR cameras out there because mm-hmm. of the whole technology used. It's crazy. Like I have a a Canon SLR camera as well, but I tend to use my iPhone way more than my my camera i'm like this is old school <laughs> yeah well saying Crazy. that the new iphone 12s are like a thousand dollars now it's just it's the pretty much the same price as a camera if not seriously more. i'm thinking maybe i'll sell my slr and buy a new 12 <laughs> well the great thing what well, i i end up spending more than that because i do like a rolling contract where i pay a little bit extra but it allows me to do an automatic upgrade for free after oh, 12 nice. months. So I pay something like £100, £90 or something like that. I think it's like the equivalent of $110, $120. And that's how much your phone bill is a month? A month, yeah. Wow, here that's like an average phone bill. Oh, for is it? not anything special. Yeah. On, on average, the phone bill here is like £20, £30. So that's like that's $40, $50. That's crazy. The States is like that too. When I lived down there, my phone was so cheap. But... Canada, it's expensive. Silly. Going back to the pink hair. Yes. <laughs> Going back to the pink hair. I told you I love tangents. <laughs> yeah, so do I. <laughs> you mentioned that obviously it's your power hair. Now, two questions I've got from that is, yes. have you ever thought of going a different colour? Um, well, now my hair is growing out, so I've got some big dark roots. <laughs> it's, a, it's an ombre pink. Um, I used to be blonde yeah, and my hair is naturally brown and as opposed to another color, like purple or rainbow, probably not. Rainbow. No. Oh, wow. Yes. <laughs> unicorn hair. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I am actually considered a unicorn because in Calgary, they call you a unicorn. If you were born in Calgary and you still live in Calgary then you were technically called a unicorn. Oh, so you're a unicorn. I don't unicorn. know if it's like that anywhere else. Or if I just made it up because I want to be a unicorn. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but I'm, I'm spreading that. <laughs> so. Please be on Amazon or somewhere or any other online retail shop, you know, because I'm not obviously sponsored by them. But on Amazon, hopefully you can get like unicorn like stick-ons. And oh, I bet pretend, you could. And pretend to be an actual unicorn and dye your hair and I then think. you can like, do your next live stream like that that'd be amazing i'd, I'd definitely what? pay 20 okay. 30 50 dollars just to okay i'll hold you to that i'll, I'll <laughs> pay that just to that'd be amazing i've, I've had know, that funny <laughs> sorry I, I might make just maybe i'll make a filter a unicorn <gasps> filter come oh we can do that now can't we technology yeah. eh? technology you can do that so coming soon that that is put it on the list <laughs> i need to if you if you ever do get a filter sorted Please send it my way because I'll do my next Instagram live. I love it. Okay, I will. <laughs> it's on the list. I have someone working on it right now. That's how quick I work. <laughs> the reason why I asked you if you're going to try a different colour is because right now, obviously, there's little hints of pink in your hair. You've got it tied up in a nice little, like a little bun at the top, back of your head. It looks almost like yep. a violety colour. Oh, well. Like a palm of violet? Ever changing. I don't know if you know what palm of violet is. Power violet. Do you know what palm no. of violets are? What is it? <gasps> no. 
I thought you said power violet. So Palmer. no, I really don't. Palmer. No, what is it? Like like Palmer. Palmer. Hum. I don't I don't even know if you know what. Like Parmesan cheese. Uh, Palmer violets. See, this is how much of a uh, tangent I go on. I'm now googling Palmer violets. It's a sweet <laughs> here in the UK. The sweets, and oh. they they're like little sherbet tablet kind of things, and they look like I don't know if you can see. No, they look like rockets. Actually, just for all yes. you Canadians listening, <laughs> yes, like rockets. Yeah. But it's got like a, it's almost like a florally taste. It's very, yeah. people, some people like it, some people don't. It's like, do you have Turkish you delight? Guys got, you guys have some weird candy over there. Oh my, I'm going to have to send you some. I'm going to have to send you, yeah. <laughs> I'll send you a selection of UK sweets. Amazing. We'll just have to like organize like what sweets you don't have over in Canada. Okay. I don't, Vice versa. Vice versa. I'll do the same. I'll do the same. I don't know what unique things we have though. So I'll have to do some research. <laughs> The second thing I wanted to touch on was, is you said it was your power hair. Yeah. Now, you mentioned that your dad's had heart operations and you've lost a lot of people. Has that been difficult, particularly because of the year that we've had, or do you find that it's just generally difficult in life? And obviously having to use like your hair as not a mask, I, but as I a think... comfort blanket. Yeah, yeah, definitely wouldn't call it a mask. Um, it would be comfort blanket. That's a cool word. Um, just a motivator, like a, you know how like the Power Rangers put on their suits and go, or like Batman puts on his suit and goes and fights crime. Yeah. <laughs> like it kind of just feels <laughs> like that. Like, okay, I got this. I got my like superpower. <laughs> yeah. Like, in here, but in regards to, well, I mean, like, last year, was more of a challenging year. It's interesting because last 2019 was a challenging year. Um, yeah, dad had a quadruple bypass heart surgery. He's great now, which is amazing. But, and then a week after my grandma passed and then a few months later we had, we lost another three people. So it was just kind of like poo, 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 one thing after yeah. another. And I think that's life sometimes, right? It's just, it's heavy. And we need to find ways to to move through it with surrendering to whatever whatever's occurring. And it's interesting having that year last year leading into this year, which has been awful for you know the entire world, just coping and finding a new way to deal with things. Um, after last year, I feel like I really learned to, so I was saying, surrender to what is. And honestly, I think all the things that I went through just really set me up to move through such challenge and change with a little bit more ease, if that makes sense at all. Yeah, <laughs> but no, does. yeah, it's um, when you're struck with grief and loss and challenge, it does something to your physicality. It does something to your mindset. It does something to your priorities. Um, it's unfortunate that sometimes we need like big awakenings like that to see what's important and how do we shift things. And I think this year has been a big rude awakening for a lot of people to just be like, whoa, I was going too hard or I wasn't paying enough attention to these people in my life or I wasn't loving myself enough. Or when we slow down, we have to, we see ourselves in the mirror. We see our life in this mirror a little bit more clearly, right? Just mm -hmm. see I need to take more care of myself. I need to, you know, call my mom more. I need to, you know, do this or do that or, you know, and it's crazy. Like just speaking of moms, like I see my mom every day now on Zoom. She comes to my fitness classes and 
I, you know, she lives in Ontario, so a four hour plane ride away. And <laughs> as we learned earlier in the show, <laughs> um, but it's so weird because it's like, I didn't see her every day before. And now I see her like she more than I see my dad who lives in Calgary. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. it's interesting. If that answers your question. It does. I mean, <laughs> I, I know exactly like the thought process in your head. I mean, I, so I've always been very open and honest about this. And in my Instagram live early today, I was talking about this, we're doing a charity single and we're raising money for a mental health charity. Oh. Now, the reason why we're raising money for a mental health charity, the reason why I chose this charity was because I suffer with mental health. And it's one thing that I always urge the listeners to open up about. You know, if <laughs> if you are feeling down, if you are feeling upset, if you are feeling any thoughts like that, you know, be sure to talk to someone. My DMs are always open. And the reason why I totally relate is because I've not mentioned this at all on with anybody in the music industry. I shouldn't really say it now because it's too personal. But Hey, open book. <laughs> I think it was 2015, 2016. Um, I lost my grandparents. I lost my, my mum's dad. I lost my mum's mum. I lost my dad's dad within the space of like three months of each other. And then that following Christmas, I was kicked out of my parents' home because of a dispute between me and my mum and me and my dad. And they basically disowned me for a year. And then a couple of months after that, me and my fiance at the time, we split up and I was left homeless for a couple of weeks. And I got to the point where I was thinking of just ending it all. And, you know, it just shows that I've gone from that position there where I was ready just to say enough's enough mm -hmm. to where we are now. It just shows that, you know, we find our own comfort blankets. We find our own, you know, we find family. I mean, eventually my, my aunt and uncle took me in. So I had somewhere to go and then it was like, okay, then so somebody does love me. And then, you know, once you, once you start finding yourself again and you can then start expressing yourself again, because it's difficult to express yourself, you know, emotionally. And one of the reasons why I'm saying this all now is to prove that you can talk about this because I've just, <laughs> I've just opened my entire like therapy session that I've had with a million other therapists out to the world. But yeah. it just shows that you can still thrive. You can still enhance and like with yourself with your hair and the power and you know that comfort blanket I've, I use a microphone now and that's my comfort blanket and you know just keep pushing yourself and like we've said right at the start it always brings to the start always comes back <laughs> you, your own limitations it's only you that controls where you go and mm -hmm. it just shows you know what a bit of color in your hair can do Right? It's just the little things. And, you know, I just want to say thank you for sharing your story. I think it's really important and to share these scary things that we go through in life. And I always like to say vulnerability is the biggest strength that we can have as humans, being open to express our wounds and share our wounds so that other people can heal. And when we start talking about things, it makes things less scary. When I can say, you know, I had anxiety last year. Okay. That's real. I'm not perfect. I'm human. I cry sometimes. Exactly. I'm human. I feel like it's not an Instagram picture perfect life. There's so much more behind those filters and behind those pictures. It's just, you're just putting things out, you know, how you want to, your way that you want to share light with the world. For me, it's pink and sparkles. I want people to see that and feel good. 
Um, but I also think it's just as important to talk about the dark stuff and to be open to having conversations about that. And, you know, I'm more than happy to listen to people speak and share their stories. And it's a huge part of my work as well. I'm also work in the health and fitness industry and do nutritional health coaching, life coaching, all these kind of things to talk about how can we live our best life? And we have to have down moments. We have to have those dark feelings of just wanting to give up on everything so that we can feel empowered. So we have like more solid ground to stand on. I think when we're just given everything, it's like, here's a gift. Here's a gift. Okay. Go fly. Like go flutter. It's not as Exactly. We don't get as much out of it. We need that dark, dirty, gritty human emotion. We got to feel on all ends of the spectrum, right? Exactly. I mean, particularly, you know, for myself when it comes, because I talk, you know, basically, I don't get paid for this, but nobody gets paid in podcasting really. No. (laughs) But, you know, because we express ourselves verbally, you know, we've, we've got to show that we're not a robot. You know, robots don't show emotions and, you know, we have our happy days, we have our sad days. Yourself as an artist, not only as a podcaster or doing the Live With Love or, you know, everything that you do, you know, you've got to be able to do, whether it's songwriting or whether it's performing on stage or whether it's, you know, everything you do as a creative, you've got to put some form of emotion in there and you can't, some people can, but majority of the time you can't drum that emotion up from nowhere. You've got to feel it so at some point in your life. You've got to have that past experience or know somebody who's had that past experience. So it just shows yeah. artist development. Now, that's totally. with Game On, that's one of the reasons why I asked that question earlier. You know, was it aimed at somebody? Because it's such a punchy song. You know, you can see that emotion in you, you know, wanting to project this empowerment to the world. You know, I'm so glad it comes across so well. Yeah, that's good. And you know what? Just thinking about it even more, I'm like, I'm probably saying to myself just as loud as I am to everybody else, but I think we need to remind ourselves. I don't know, like sometimes, you know, you just look in the mirror and you're like, I got this. Like, <laughs> let's go. You know? Yeah. Like we need to have moments where we we shout at ourselves that we're we're good enough and that we can do things, right? Oh, exactly. I mean, if you can't learn, to, I don't know if you watch RuPaul's Drag Race or anything like that. I I know it. I don't watch it enough to quote it though. One of the quotes is they always say this at, right at the end of the show. They always say, "If you can't love yourself, how on earth are you going to?" In more explicit language, how on earth are you going to love somebody else? And then they all say, "Can I get a name in?" And then do like okay. some weird hair flicks, and then it's back to reality and. It's so right with what RuPaul says. You know, if you can't love yourself, how can you love somebody else? You know, you've got to find that inner, inner harmony and inner love. And I can imagine you find that really well with Live With Love. Yes. It's um, funny when I was trying to think of a name for the company, I was like, well, what's my motto to the world? Like, what's my mission? What's my, what's my value? What do I always say? And it just came back to something as simple as that is just live with love. And I think you can just take that on so many different levels and use that every day. It's a phrase that, you know, we should really live, live by live with love. If we're living in fear, we're stuck. If we're living with love, we can fly. And, um, it's just so important to me to share that message with the world, love yourself and do what you need to do to love yourself. I mean, I go back, um, hmm, 10 years ago now, probably. And, I had to go on a, a self-love journey before I could allow myself to be loved. And 
was very important to me that before I, you know, settled down, I was hundred percent, hundred and fifty percent okay with who I am and loved myself fully. And so I went, I actually came over to the UK actually, and just saw some friends over there, but spent a lot of time by myself. I went to Paris. I wrote a postcard to myself. And I think that moment really stood strong to me for the idea of live with love because it's like, you have to love yourself. And I just wrote this postcard saying, just remember, like live your life with love and especially for yourself and mailed it off to myself. And yeah, that's a very important message for me. We should always go, go find yourself first. I mean, you say, you know, to be able to fly, it's really out because your logo, the actual, it's like a blue love heart, which represents like love, but they also remind me of wings. Yeah, like butterfly. It's like a butterfly, ready to fly. And it's such a great like double meaning within just such a simple little logo. It's so, it's beautiful, really. I think Thank that's you. I think that's why I was thinking about violet hair as well because it's almost like a bluey violety color. <laughs> that's true. It, yeah, it is. Um, butterfly would be my spirit animal, actually. Oh. Yeah, and uh, I think when we're we cocoon ourselves for so long to kind of build strength, build the tools, wrap ourselves up, and then all of a sudden when you're ready to fly, it's just endless and it's beautiful. And I think we all need to take that time to cocoon and be okay with that, that cocoon time. And I think we go through phases of being cocooned in butterflies, really. I mean, there's some weeks where you just have to say, nope, I'm just going to lie in bed. Yeah, <laughs> there's exactly. some, you know, and that's okay, right? Like be okay with the rest. I don't do it very well. I will say that clearly. If you ask Darren, he would also say that very clearly, but, <laughs> but I try. When when you find that you need to like just say no to the world and just lie in bed, what's your like go-to thing when you do just lay in bed? Do you watch Netflix or do you read a book? Yeah. Or do you... I'm bad at reading, really bad at reading. Really? <laughs> um, which is weird. I just can't, I think I might have a mild form of like ADD or something because I just can't stay focused. <laughs> I read like the first chapter and then I'll get another book and read a chapter in there. And then all of a sudden I've got like 20 books on the go and I don't know which book was which story. <laughs> like, but Stop I love merging. reading like personal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love personal development books. And so that all can merge together. Easy peasy. Um, but yeah, I don't read. I can't imagine like merging Fifty Shades of Grey with Harry Potter would be any good. That might be weird. I've never read Harry Potter. You've never, or and I've never seen Harry Potter. <laughs> what seriously? Oh my! So what? maybe I need a day of like binge eating UK candy and watching Harry Potter. <laughs> I mean, I've always obviously living in the UK, and Harry Potter is obviously predominantly based in the UK. It's all UK actors. We all kind of watch it. We all know about it here. And whenever I've spoke, spoken to anybody from like Nashville or Seattle or everybody seems to know it, but I think you're the first person that's actually said, no, I've not seen it. I've not seen it. That is, that's great. It's crazy, but it's great. You know, it just shows how diverse, you know, people actually are, you know, not everybody has to like the same thing or not everybody has seen the same thing. Totally. And maybe I would like it. I just haven't watched it. Or maybe I'll watch it this weekend. 
Um, I also, it's like Star Wars. I watched it for the first time maybe four years ago. Like, really? <laughs> it's like, we are sitting down and watching Star Wars all weekend. And we watched every single Star Wars that has ever come out. Um, that was around Christmas time. So that was our, our rest. Our what rest. was your thoughts? Well, I like it, but it, it still honestly confuses me. Just like how it jumps from, you know, the first one was really like the last one. And the last one was like the first one. And it's all different actors and, I don't know. Cool story, cool concept, <laughs> cool ride at Disney World. <laughs> I went on that. I just, um, yeah, I, I couldn't tell you much about the storyline, how it all moves together. If we were in a Star Wars trivia game, I would definitely not be putting my hand up. <laughs> like, yeah. But I will say in the Mandalorian show, that baby Yoda is like the cutest thing I've ever seen in my life. It actually reminds me of my grandma in some weird, weird way. Okay. <laughs> I just always think of my grandma when I see the baby Yoda. <laughs> I just <laughs> Did you see the video on, I think it was Facebook, of the SpaceX, the Falcon X or whatever it is, landing at the International Space Station? No, and I'm starting to feel like I live in a box under a staircase because i feel like i'm not at first in in, uh in what we're talking about (laughs) well basically spacex is a company that's been created by elon musk the guy who's started who's founded the tesla now this rocket that's landed at the space station is the first man manned rocket that's landed there that's privately owned by elon now one of the astronauts that came out of the rocket into the space station was carrying a little baby yoda that's where I was going with it. Oh, <laughs> that's a little so tiny, cute. Little I'll, cute thing. I'll definitely look it up because I just can't get enough of looking at that thing. <laughs> kind of like, just like puts it through like a hatch and it's like, there's a little baby order. Oh, that's so cute. I will definitely, definitely look at that up. I'll share it on my Instagram. <laughs> Crushing chaos. Yeah. What started that podcast? So... Was it 2000, early 2019, 2018? I remember I was standing in a parking lot with my assistant at the time saying that I wanted to start this podcast and I'd been talking about it for a really long time. And she just looks at me, she's like, why don't you just talk about everything you do? And for so long, I felt like, well, no, like this needs to stay in this spot. This needs to stay here. Like everything <laughs> needs to stay separate. Um, like you would never, like three years ago, would never find that, on one page that I do music and coaching and this and that and this. Um, And she's like, but that's what makes you, you is that you do all these different things and that your life is pretty chaotic, but you manage to like push through it all and love everything you do. And so that was the moment where I'm like crushing chaos. That's my podcast name. She's like, there you go. Hopped in my car, went and recorded my first episode sitting in my car. um, Just like, through my iPhone microphone <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> and, uh, and that was episode one. And I think I did eight episodes, um, in 2019, just of me talking. Yep. And then I just got busy and kind of put that on pause and, um, 2020 comes and I was like, I really need to get back in that podcast, but I really want to hear other people's stories. Like I could talk all day, but I love chatting with people and I love, hearing other people's journeys and struggles and how they move through it and tools and tips that work with for them. Yeah. And I wanted to be able to have a platform for them 
to share those stories and for people to, you know, be inspired and learn from. So being 2020 in quarantine, I thought, what a great time to connect with people. Everyone's at home. People have time to do these things. So um, I reached, just started reaching out, putting out ads. And I had like hundreds of people message me, which is just crazy. I couldn't believe the response from it and did 44 episodes in just a couple weeks. And they're, they're scheduled to come out until the end of, um, end of this year. It was so much fun to connect with people all over the world. Like I talked to someone from Africa one day, the next day I was talking to someone in Japan, then someone from the UK and then, you know, the States and Mexico. And whenever I talk to someone in Canada, I'm like, whoa, this is weird. <laughs> You're like <laughs> on my home turf. <laughs> um, but it, it was very cool. I learned a lot um, about a lot of different things. And it's not just about personal struggles, but I pulled in kind of the business aspect of it as well because entrepreneurship is such a huge part of my own life. So yeah. just hearing different stories and being able to share those tools with people was something that was pretty cool for me. So, I mean, the yeah. name is just so apt because if you do... If you if you are interested in any of this, please, please, please go to www.crystalmcgrath.ca slash crushandchaos or even just go to the main website because you can see everything there, everything that you do. You, you oh, I've just been flicking through, you know, <laughs> I've, whenever I get to do these chats, what I like to do is I like to pull up the website just to see what's on there. And a lot of people have fantastic websites. Yours is just a resume, but one of those resumes that are like 15 pages long because you've done so much. <laughs> this is, it's just and there's amazing. stuff that's not even up there. <laughs> right to dream. Yeah. You want to know about that? I want to know everything. I want to know. I want to know you. All right. Well, right to dream. So I also have a band called boy and girl and we're a passion pop is kind of the term we coined um it's just you know feeling good about feeling sad very piano-based pop music um but we started our band 11 years ago and we when we first started we always wanted to do work with charities or organizations to fundraise money whenever we were doing a concert so always kind of tying our music to a cause um and then one day we were like you know we keep it's great that we're supporting all these people but we don't know we don't see the result we don't see the impact it's having um, so what can we do that we can create something to see the results, to see the impact? So we decided to start a organization called Right to Dream. And what we do is um, fundraise money. And we did that for a couple of years. It was cool. The airport in Calgary put all their chains, change stations at all the restaurants and anywhere like people, you know, would get cash back. Yeah. And so people could put their change in this box. So they did that for, I think, six months. And we raised thousands of dollars through this. It was so cool. Oh, wow. Yeah. It was so cool. And then um, we started doing artist development scholarships. So giving young people aged 12 to 18 a scholarship to write a song with us, to record it in the recording studio, um, do a photo shoot, put their song up on online. So, yeah, we did a few of those. And we also go to schools to talk about self-love, songwriting, how songs and music impact confidence in life and really more so focus on the confidence aspect as opposed to the, you know, don't bully people, but instead, you know, let's all be kind and yeah. <laughs> focusing more on that aspect. Live with love. Um, yeah, more of the live with love aspect. So, yeah, that's um, was so much fun to do. We still have this 
program going, um, operating. We've kind of taken a pause on it. You know, this past year, it's been a little bit of a wild ride. So mm-hmm. it's definitely not gone. It's just not uh, not on the top of the the actionable item list, if you will. But it's definitely still still rolling. I'd be so surprised if you had every single one of these going all at the same time. I just before, oh, yeah. I feel like I was being pulled left, right, and center. I just wouldn't know what to do with myself. I'm really lucky. I have a lot of um, wonderful people that work with me on my team. So as much as it's not me just doing everything, still running, but I'm not. I'm not running in all the directions. I'm kind of overseeing a lot of. Well, actually, that's a lie. I'm running in all directions all the time. <laughs> But I do have an amazing support system that helps everything keep moving. Yeah. I mean, you really do need a support system, Whether even if it's just friends and family, to say, you know, mm-hmm. just a reassuring, you're doing good, keep going. Sometimes yeah. that's reassurance. You know, that's a support system in itself. Totally. And I'm just, I'm amazed. I mean, I've always thought, you know, how am I going to be able to do X, Y, and Z? You know, because I've got to do Y first and then plan Z and then I've got to prepare for X. And to say that you've got all, you do so much, not just, you know, for yourself and your own music, because obviously your music is for everybody. But what you do, for like with Right to Dream and with the Live for Love, and oh, I'm I'm amazed. I'm really I'm starstruck right now. (laughs) Well, you know, I just like to say, if you have a goal, if you have a dream, just do it. Like, don't wait. Sometimes you can't do Y and X. You just have to do Z and then work backwards and make it happen. And that's okay. Like, sometimes you don't get to have a plan. Sometimes you just dive in and see what happens. And if it doesn't work, well, try again. Try something different or get creative, bring someone else to help you. Um, I just really don't think that you should ever not do something out of fear. I mean, it just kind of brings my thought process to money and how many people think, oh, I can't do that because I don't have enough money. Yeah. Well, yes, you can. There's so many ways to do so many things. We just have to put our creative hats on exactly, and, and find a new way. And when we limit ourselves with beliefs like that then we we're not going to ever do anything if we say we can't do something so I say find a way exactly and to link it back to right at the start you know the only limitation is yourself Uh and you know if you're trying to say you can't do something because you either can't afford it we've proved that with like the photographing you know yeah (laughs) yourself and not only that you've done your podcast which you did using your phone you know for your first four episodes yeah that says everything, you know. Yes, I've got when I do this podcast, you'll have seen it all when I've done my live streaming. But this podcast here, you know, everything here probably costs around about fifteen hundred pounds, including like the monitor and stuff. Yeah. But you don't have to spend that. All you need is no. a phone. It just shows that that's all you need. I totally. Mean, Yes, the quality is a bit better when you do start going into microphones and stuff like that, but that's if you're wanted to do it long-term. But to get started, just get your phone out, record your thoughts, share your thoughts, because that's what it's about. That's what we do here now is sharing. I mean, that's what an artist does when they when you write a song. Yeah. You know, you get your thoughts and feelings onto a piece of paper and you share it to the world. Exactly. That, and it doesn't cost anything. That's exactly. That's the thing. Things... 
I think we get too caught up in the things that we need to have in order to be successful. Yeah. And, you know, look at Billie Eilish, like her and her brother just creating music in her basement to start right now. I mean, it's gone well beyond that, but you don't need to have a giant production studio. You don't need to have the best writers in the, in Nashville on your song. Like all you need, if you want to do something, you go do it. Like, Go be the best that you can be. And there's an audience for that. It might not be a millions of people all around the world, but it might be a thousand people in some weird community community in Africa. I don't know where these people are, but you know, it's like find your niche and and share it with those people. Growing up then, what actually got you into country music? As the mm. cliche question is. Yeah, the the scripted question. Yes. <laughs> um you know, I wasn't um, a huge country music fan listener growing up. And I mean, I'd listened to like Dolly Parton. I loved Shania Twain. <clears throat> I loved, I would say I would more listen to, someone just asked me this in an interview earlier, is, what was your first album? And my first tape actually was <laughs> Alanis Morissette, Jagged Little Pill. And that was just my go-to music. I just love that like alty rock like I love the woman in songs albums I love big shiny tunes too I remember that one was like just my favorite dance mix 96 like that's what I listened to growing up was just like super pop dance music and then rock and alternative music and that was kind of the 90s for me was just listening to to music like that and I love Shania Twain she was probably my biggest country influence growing up and I would always try to sing her music and I could never do it and I would want to enter like karaoke contests I just remember like trying so hard making my cousin listen to me sing over and over and over and it was just like ah, like I could not <laughs> hit the note um so it's really cool now looking back this is a great example of practice and commitment and dedication like now I can sing all her songs effortlessly but I could not at that time yeah exactly. <laughs> but I didn't quit you know I, I, I practiced and I tried and have you ever surprised somebody when you've gone to do something like karaoke and obviously now you can sing? Have you like kind of like, like like drummed up, you know, suspense and said, oh, I can't do it, I can't do it, and then actually get up and belt a tune out? Yeah, that's, that's actually a brilliant question. Um, you would think I set you up for this because um, I used to be in a program called the Youth Singers of Calgary and yeah. – when I was in that, it was like a singing, dancing group and we would travel around, but there was a giant choir. So there was like eight, 60 people and 60 to 80 people in this group. Mm -hmm. So your voice is hidden amongst many, right? No one ever really hears you sing. And whenever, you know, I had to kind of sing by myself, I would put on a fake voice. So I was never who I really was. And I was so scared. This is when I was like 14, 15, 16. So scared of being who I was and like just broken <laughs> to like be my authentic voice and then you know and I was just like oh they're so good I wish I like I wish I could sing like Shania Twain <laughs> you know this kind of, that mindset and anyways we were on a cruise performing and there was a karaoke bar on the ship and um, a friend of mine she's like oh let's go sing so I signed my name up I got up and I sang I think I sang I'm like a bird by Nelly Furtado and yeah after like all the, I don't know what you call them, the instructors, the mentors, the choir leaders, they all came up to me. They're like, we had no idea that's who you are. Like <laughs> oh, no wow. idea. And everyone there was just like, oh my God, you're so good. 
And like, why don't you like audition for solos? Like, why don't you just, why have we never heard you sing like this? And I'm like, that was the first moment that I remember shifting from that fear state to the, oh, maybe it's okay to just be who I am. Yeah. And that was a really big pivoting point. And so when I'm working with people now as a coach and a mentor, it's like, I love working with kids because especially in that age range, because I remember locking myself in a room and being so scared that someone would hear me, but pretending when I was in my room, I was like in this soundproof area, (laughs) but I was not. (laughs) Um, Yeah. It's just, I love breaking people's walls down because I think the earlier we can do that in life, the more freedom we can find. Exactly. I mean, mm-hmm. to bring it straight back to the uh, first point, you know, the only limitation is the limitation yourself. That is right. That is right. I'm going to stop saying that now. But it does show... Just take a recording. <laughs> Press the <Just>, button. <laughs> that's what I need. Mean. It's like a clapping jingle or... But yeah, the it just shows that you do... That when you start to doubt yourself, it's such it's so infectious and it's just so so deadly in a sense as well. Because when you start eating a, eating away at yourself mentally by saying that oh am I not good for this? I'm not good for this. You can you can put yourself into that box. You can tuck yourself away and hide away. And I've done it before where I I'll sing in the car. I'll happily sing in the car. As soon as I know somebody's there, I go. It I just go. Stops, right? It's like it's like yeah. somebody's taking your voice box away, and it's like I can't do it's it. Fear. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. How it's those thought systems. Way. It's crazy. It's like we get programmed. Something happens in our life that told us to be quiet or that told us to shut down, and it's usually like when we're really little, right? Yeah. And it's just this voice that says, "You're not good enough. Shut up," or you know, like don't be your true self because. Maybe you did something when you were like four that mm-hmm. was totally you and then you fell down the stairs and your parents yelled at you for being stupid. And you're yeah. like, oh, well, I was just being myself. I was just dancing. I was like finding freedom. So all of a sudden your brain goes, it's not safe to be myself because I'm going to fall down the stairs and my parents aren't going to love me. And then now you are no longer yourself. <laughs> right? Conditioned. Yeah. In the most it's negative crazy. way. And it's, yeah. it's sad that it still happens to this day. I mean, people, when we say this, you know, when when parents and stuff like that have a go at kids, they don't mean it in a malicious way. I mean, no. we've, we've all done it where, you know, a kid's come crying because of something and we say, what are you crying for? Instead of comforting and saying, tell me all about it, we tend to put this almost like the step with, especially with like I was talking about earlier with mental health, particularly in mm-hmm. men, it is stereotypes that we need to step out of it that we need to man up and we need to just hold it all down and put a brave face on it and it attacks you mentally inside and that's the same as a kid you know regardless of gender male female trans binary wherever you know however kids feel I mean I'll never put regarding like the sexual orientation I'll never put an age range on that because when you feel a particular way you feel a particular way yeah but when you do get put into this pen you do start to change and i've i've felt it before where somebody says something to me even as an adult someone mm-hmm. says you know in a bit of a negative way or a bit of a sharp tongue and the next time you do that again you think hang on you know 
they had a go at me earlier for doing something like this. I best not do it. Even though mm-hmm. it could be something completely normal, like singing in the kitchen or, you know, somebody tells you to shut up or it, it happens and it's sad. Totally. It shouldn't happen. I know. Like, let's just all love each Just love everyone for what they are. Yeah. <laughs> live with love. Just live with love, y'all. <laughs> what have you got planned now for the rest of 2020? Well, um, going to try to relax a little bit. I think that's important. Yeah. Definitely scheduling some relaxed time, like some massive Christmas movie binging on Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> um, what else am I going to get up to here? Writing music. Um, I want to release, we're releasing a new single in the early, early, early spring, late winter. Not sure the exact date yet, but we'll, we'll know that soon. So mm-hmm. kind of getting those pieces together and yeah, just writing a lot for whatever we can release next year, planning for kind of the year ahead and what the next six months are going to look like. Um, we're doing a Christmas card campaign for seniors homes mm-hmm. in Canada. They've really been hit the hardest, I think, with with this COVID stuff, just with the amount of loss and struggle. And just I really feel like that's a challenging time of, of life, really, and to not be able to connect with your family and friends and see people and just losing so many people is just really sad. It's sad to watch. So we're doing a Christmas card campaign and collecting Christmas cards to send into nursing homes across Canada. So that'll be, that'll be nice. Um, we're not actually collecting them all. Just get clear on that. If you want to send a card, you can go to my website. Everything will be posted shortly with residents name, like first names and the address of the location. So you can just pick who you want to send one to and mail it on out. So that's something fun that uh, that we're doing. I'm also doing a kindness campaign um, all throughout December. So we're doing like a kindness challenge. A calendar was going to be posted at the end of this week that you can download and just trying to spread as much kindness and joy. I'm offering free memberships to my Live With Love platform um, all December. So if anyone wants to come to class, just type in this promo code self-care and you can come hang out. That's awesome. You're the gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> you really are. Life is. Nah. <laughs> oh, you do so much for everybody. It's, I can't I can't wait to see everything like go into like a fruition and seeing knowing that especially like the people in the care homes and get the nice little card and you can just picture it now, smiles on the faces saying, Oh, I've been right. That's all just we want. Just the smallest thing. Mm-hmm. That, that's all we want in life is just a bit of love. Sorry, yeah. I just hit my pop filter. Oh, no problem. You're just dancing away. You got game on in your head. <laughs> game on in my head. That's... If people haven't listened to game on yet, what are you doing with your lives? <laughs> get it bought. Get it played. Get it streamed. Get it downloaded. Get it. Just get it. Get it. Get it. It's such a cracking tune. I, I'm in love with it. Thank you. I appreciate that. It's been a fun, it's been a fun song to promote. That's for sure. And, um, just talking about, you know, just going for things too. I just, I'll, I'll note this. I released a song in Australia and I've never released a song outside of Canada, like fully marketed somewhere yeah. else. And I just had this gut feeling. I'm like, I need to release this song in Australia. I don't know why I just do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, um, yeah. And people are like, Oh, I don't think that's a good idea. No, no, no. Nope. Going to do it. So I, found a team over there and we launched it and it's been so successful over there and 
it's, it's crazy. Like it's been picked up by commercial country radio, the biggest network over there. And, um, on all their major streaming platforms on CMT, MTV, the video, like it's really cool to just know that go with your gut. Like, don't listen to the people. I just can't stress this enough because people are going to say no. People are going to say it's not a good idea. People are going to say it's cost money. Don't waste your money, but only, you know, and I wanted to know what would happen if I try not what would happen. Like, what am I going to save if I don't try? Like, I really don't care about that. What am I going to lose if I don't try? I'm going to lose knowing what could have happened. Right. So mm-hmm. try, just try everybody. Are you sure? You're Cause not you never like, know. Are you sure you're not like psychic? Well, I think I'm a gypsy for sure. I'm a gypsy. <laughs> There's definitely some like clairvoyancy in there where yeah. you just, yeah, you, 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 you not everybody, I mean, I've had it before where, I mean, it's like deja vu. Do you ever suffer with deja vu? All the time. Or it's like, I know someone's going to call me and then they call me. Yeah. Or someone's about to say something on TV and you could say it word for word just before they say it. Yeah. Or songs. I can sing along to songs I've never heard before. And people would be like, you know this song? I'm like, no. <laughs> nope. Never heard of it. That That's so crazy. I mean, it, it, isn't life just crazy how we can do these bizarre thing well what we think is bizarre it's probably normal it's probably really normal that everybody does but doesn't realize it or tap into it I mean we only use like a very small percentage of our actual brains yes I um, am a big believer that if you open yourself up to possibility then anything is possible and I'm huge into energy healing sound bowls chakras um, reiki all that all that kind of stuff I love the fact that we can heal our bodies, we can heal our minds. Um, I'm a big fan of your belief systems kind of has come up a lot in this conversation. It's just when we love ourselves and we take care of ourselves, when we tune into what's beyond like the meaning of what we're saying, what's like, why, why are we hurting? Is it because of what happened or is it because of something we feel about ourselves? And when you get the shovel out and start digging a little deeper into who you are, it's like, Oh, okay, well, I'm going to nurture that part. I'm going to heal that part. And then next time this happens, I'm not going to be so mad about it, you know, things like that. But I'm a big, um, big believer in just setting intentions and letting the universe take you on the course that it's supposed to go on and and just listen to the messages. Look, because the universe is always talking to us, right? Like universe, God, whatever you want to call it, like believe what you believe. It's not a religious thing. It's just more of an energetic belief system and you know we kind of move through life believing that well this is supposed to happen this is my journey like what am I supposed to learn from today it, it makes things a little bit easier yeah. you know make yeah. especially bad things trauma things so definitely recommend everybody check out live with love yeah because if you need everybody needs healing there's a- everybody does need healing you know what I'm gonna pull a card for everybody listening how about that have you had a card reading on this show before? Never. I've I've, I've, given, I've been given my official horoscope because I've always been on okay. like the cusp between two star signs. Um, Which ones? Uh, Virgo and Libra. Okay, I'm on the cusp of Pisces and Aquarius. Ooh. Do you, do you know which one you are? Because it, it, it definitely a Pisces. It boils down to where you was born and what day and what time you was born is to what star sign. Now, I always thought yes. I was a Virgo, but when me and another guest, Rebecca, yeah. we broke it down, there was like a special chart you could go through, and it turns out I'm actually a Libra. So You know what? 
I think I'm a Libra. My moon sign is the Libra, I think. I'm going to look into this some more. So yeah. we're actually more connected than we even realized. Yeah, just like that. Maybe that's why I can just open up so easily with you. Right? It's just, here I am. I just open people's doors. <laughs> like, <laughs> <let's> just... <laughs> And read people's cards. Crystal, the country singing card reader. <laughs> okay, so we're going to read my card. Okay, so this one's for you. Are you ready? Yeah. Have a thought, have an intention. Doesn't have to be specific. It's the abundance deck, so it's kind of anything that comes up for you, Dom. Oh, interesting, because we were talking about this. Face your financial fears. When you, not about you, we were not talking about this, but we were just talking about how money blocks. Mm -hmm. When you are honest with yourself about fears of success or failure, they can no longer control you. Be free of hidden fears by exposing them to the light of awareness. And you'll realize that you, in fact, have nothing to fear. And every successful person has struggled with and released these self-doubts. I'm going to take that. Take that and run with that. Do you want to, can I tell you, am I allowed to tell you the thoughts that I had in my head? Sure. It was pretty, it was, yeah, a, yeah, yeah. It was a specific thought and it's the plans that I've got, but I, it was the worries I had with this plan. Now I was worrying about doing, cause I, I do a radio show, which is a pre-record and yes. I'm looking at eventually moving to a live record to do a live show with live interviews and stuff. But that requires me moving jobs or moving to a different thing. And my main concern is if I've got to move roles, I've got to find something that allows to give me more time to do it. So that means taking a pay cut. And obviously with pay cuts, you've got to pay for bills and stuff. And I've always been worried about, I'm always a worrier. And I was worrying just then about how do I actually afford to move a, to a job? So that is... That's so cool. I love that. I always see, I just love, I love this stuff. And it, it's just a message that you're supposed to, maybe that's what you're supposed to do. And I think we just get so caught up in, oh, I can't do that because it's going to cost money or I can't because I'm going to lose money or I'm going to lose this or lose that. But like, if you don't do it, wouldn't you rather lose a few hundred dollars or whatever X amount of dollars than lose out on an opportunity that's going to allow you to live your best life? Whatever exactly. that looks like. Exactly. Whatever that looks like, that's right? You've just scared me. You scared me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's funny. Yeah, so go for it. Have you go ever for had, it. Have you ever had your card read? 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 Yes, read. I have. Yeah, read. Um, a few times I have. I mean, I, I pull a card usually every day for myself too. Um, just for little reminders, right? Like what do I need to focus on today is a great one. Um, sometimes I'm focusing on things I don't even realize I'm focusing on or just like helps shift you back to your, to your mindset of yeah. positivity and success and abundance and all that good stuff. Have you done your card for today then? I haven't. Not yet. There we go. Shall I pull one? And then we can end with, uh, one for the group. The group. <laughs> okay. Let's see what, what I need to focus on today. organize for success do not okay so just so y'all know I am a very not organized person and you you would hope that I was very organized because got a lot of stuff on the go <laughs> but, mm -hmm. 
But uh, my office in my basement is not organized at all right now. And I don't even go in it right now because I'm like, oh, it needs to get organized. So do not let the word organized intimidate you as it's simply a way for you to ensure clarity of purpose. Organize your thoughts, your reports, your living and workspace. There you go. (laughs) That's what I'm supposed to do. So that's what you're going to be doing after the chat that you've got after this. You got it. You can go downstairs and get it all sorted. <laughs> Who knows? You might find a winning lottery ticket that was put there by accident. and You never know. Anything is possible. Ooh. So shall Anything we have is one? possible. Shall we have one for the group now? Let, let's have one for the group that, you know, you guys can all just take this, take this and run with it for your day whenever you're listening to this. Partnership. Allow healthful, supportive partnerships into your personal life and career. You are receiving help from a person who brings needed skills and resources. There we go. There you go. So allow help. I think sometimes we resist help because we want to be able to do everything ourselves and, you know, just take that ownership of it. But I think it's so important to to ask for help. Ask. Just ask because people want to help. Like, I want to help people all the time. Just ask me and I'll help you if I can, you know? Sharing and, sharing that love and sharing sharing the burden. I mean, yeah, it's like the saying, uh, whenever you try and hold a glass of water outstretched, you know, if, if eventually the time will come where you need to put it down. But if you've got somebody there holding you, you know, supporting you, having that support system behind you, it makes life a lot easier. It really does. It absolutely does. And don't feel bad for asking for help. I went through a long phase thinking I couldn't ask anyone for help. And I was like, no, I'm going to do it all myself. And blah, blah, blah. and I was just not doing everything well. And, you know, now that I have help, it's so much easier to, to move through things and to make things successful because I've got help and we all need a little help. I get by with a little help from my friends, right? <laughs> God, that was... <laughs> That was going through my head. Do you ever do that? Do you ever just... Somebody says something on a TV show and then it instantly takes you back to another song that either uses that line or reminds you of that line. And then somebody turns around and says, I knew you was going to do that. Yeah. (laughs) That was going through my head right then was, if I could just sing. If I I could sing, I would have sung it out loud. Set it free. This is the episode of freedom. <laughs> Let your voice shine. <laughs> so if you haven't already, please check out Crystal's website. Go on the website. Even drop what you're doing now, unless you're driving and bobbing along. <laughs> bobbing <laughs> to along game, to on. game on. <laughs> but yeah, check out Crystal's website, crystalmcgrath.ca. And it's got literally links to everything she's done it's so much she's done so much for a lot of people and check out game on as well it's such as we were saying at the start it's such an amazing track and it is so worthy of just a small little purchase it's small or a little stream or a little cool too or a (laughs) hundred streams or a youtube hit or a hundred thousand whatever (laughs) that's always the difficulty though with streams is I've I've spoke to quite a few people about this and it's it's sickening in a way but the amount of money you get as an artist from one stream a hundred streams and a thousand streams is so minute yeah it is <laughs> it, 
it's it's it, for those that are creating and putting things out for the public to listen to. And bear in mind, these companies, I'm not going to name each company or the price that, that you get from them, but on average, it's like 0.006 cent a spin or yeah. a play or a stream. And these companies that charge $8, 10 $15 for a subscription per month, they're getting all that from these millions of people, as well as revenue of people coming in to use the service to listen to other people. And advertising as well, because everything's got it whether mm-hmm. it's a on the screen advertising or whether it's the free version with the advertising in the ears you know but for you to only get not point not not whatever it is per stream it's disgusting and i want to say it but youtube's one of the worst for it because it's like not point not 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 one three pence or cents per stream it's sad it's um an interesting industry we're living in very, very interesting. That, I yeah. How has it been? Just rolling with it. I don't know. <laughs> What's it been like for you then? Planning, obviously, when you plan to do a single release or a single promo. This is gonna be my last question. Don't worry. Um, <laughs> I could chat all day if I could. <laughs> I would love to. When you're planning, you know, do you have to bear in mind how you how are you gonna put it out there? Whether it's gonna be as a single, you know, a CD or a vinyl or a mm-hmm. iTunes purchase? Do you, like, weigh up the options between streaming versus purchasing? Yeah, the last few releases have all just been streaming or purchasing digitally. It um, People don't buy CDs anymore. So I think right now I'm just focusing on releasing singles virtually, virtually or streaming and then having merch that goes along with it too. So we have some fun merch stuff coming out as well for December. So, so that'll be fun, but it's like getting creative. You're now not just a a musician creating music. Now we need to find things that people want to buy to go along with your music. So it's like all of a sudden you're a store, like selling socks and lip gloss and candles and you know, (laughs) all these great girly things that you love and making subscription boxes for people and all these different creative ways of, of getting into your product into people's hands. It's, it's not just releasing music anymore. It is creating like a empire and a brand, right? If you yeah. want to, if you want to do this that, regularly that, as your career, right? That's it. Exactly. I mean, I've always, yeah. I've always said, you know, if you can go to a website, go to the website because that's where you'll find a lot of the merch. You'll find a lot of the music where you can purchase it because yeah. of these streaming sites, because you don't get so much, a lot of your revenue from music will come from gigs which haven't been happening because of this lockdown. It'll yeah. come from merch sales. It'll come from actual physical sales, whether it's buying it on iTunes or Google Play, or you're actually buying a CD, vinyl, et cetera, et cetera. So that's why I've always say, you know, if you do like something via streaming, fair enough, you know, listen to it via stream because you've got to get used to the music anyhow. You don't just buy, yeah. you don't buy a pair of socks without actually seeing the socks to begin with. Exactly. You know, stream it. But then if you really like it, buy it. Yeah. It's it's pence majority of the time. Cents it sometimes goes over a dollar. A dollar it's like a fraction of a Starbucks. Totally. Totally. And it all adds up. <laughs> thank you for coming on, Crystal. It's been absolutely amazing talking to you. Oh, thank you so much for having me on. It was great. I loved our conversation and I feel very inspired now, so thank you. I feel like I need to send you some money to pay for this therapy session. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> it's my gift to you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for coming on. Yeah, it's been it's been so enlightening being able to speak freely about a lot of topics that are affecting a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Thank you for being vulnerable. I appreciate that. It's so difficult. It is. Yeah. I'll always be the first one to say it's difficult, but it just shows that anybody can do it. And that's how you make change. Exactly. Yes. Thank you for coming on and thank you to everybody for listening. You've all got your special card for the day now. So take that how you will and go forth and live with love. (laughs) Take care, everybody. And I'll see you all next time. Bye for now. That was the Country Chats Podcast. Join Dom next time for exclusive interviews, reviews and general chit-chats on all things country music.